everyone. Good morning, everyone. Depending on when you're listening to the sound of my voice, welcome to another edition of the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast. My name is Ramon Ray, editor of Smart Hustle Magazine. On the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast, we bring to you entrepreneurs, small business owners who are growing their businesses, either just starting out and or in, in the thrive of success. Either way, you can definitely learn from their stories how to grow your own business. Today I have with me Michelle Scott, who is a physical therapist and has a business helping those who are at home and who are elderly and want to kind of uh, be in comfort in their own homes. Michelle, welcome to the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast. Thank you. I enjoy being here. Thank you for the opportunity. Michelle, you are fantastically welcome. <laughs> Michelle Scott, tell us the name of your company and the website address, please, and briefly a little bit about it, what problem it solves for your customers. My company's name is Home Helpers of Home Care of South Tulsa, and my website is www.homehelpershomecare forward slash South Tulsa. And my company is a private duty home care agency that provides caregiving service, companionship services, which entails cooking, cleaning, light housekeeping, transportation, running errands, bathing, dressing, feeding, cooking, all of the tasks that would allow an individual with a disability or they're having some difficulties managing those types of tasks at home. So the goal of my agency is to allow individuals to age in place at home opposed to going to an assisted living or a long-term care facility. Well, I would say that you are doing God's work, uh, literally and figuratively, you know, when you're helping someone. And so, Michelle, you know, it seems to me I'm a writer and an entrepreneur. There's people who are doctors and accountants and lawyers and, and designers. It seems like your business is very unique in that kind of anything in the medical industry, you're dealing one-to-one in people's lives and you're in their homes. Have you found that that's, you know, having a business like that is different than being a baker or, you know, owning a I don't know, a ski loft? Have you found there being difference in that? Yes, because your clients really have to trust you because Mm. they're bringing you into their personal space to take care of their personal needs. So one of the things we strive to be is one of the most trusted home care agencies out there because trust is really the foundation of why we do what we do in the success of what we do, because we can't send anyone into an individual's home. You know, we do our due diligence in making sure that, you know, their background check, they're drug tested. You know, we interview them very closely to make sure that they have a caring heart and they really have a heart to care for the individual's that they're helping in their homes. Michelle, oftentimes people talk about that, you know, certain thing to hire someone who has the aptitude, or I should say not aptitude, but who has the, uh, don't hire for skill, hire for character is what I'm trying to say. Do you find that's even so much more important in your business? It seems like you just said, we try to find that they have a heart for caring. It seems to me like you can teach somebody how to sweep, teach somebody how to cook, but you cannot teach a heart for caring. Do you, do you find that that's even more exemplified in a business like yours? Yes. <laughs> you know, and one <laughs> of the things is you really have to have discernment in choosing caregivers. And, and, and I will tell you, 
that I've had some individuals come before me and they've interviewed very well and they answered all of their questions, but something in my gut tells me, "Mm, I'm not real sure, but I didn't really have anything to pinpoint it. But, you know, I went through the process and I hired that individual and it was a learning experience. And that gut feeling that I had that this person wasn't going to work out it didn't work out. So I've learned as a business owner that even in my interview process, even if they're answering all the questions right, if I don't feel in my spirit and in my gut that they're going to be good, caring people, I don't hire them. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, it's funny we say gut instinct, but I must say, Michelle, you know, it, I think we all call it gut instinct, the thing we can't label. You can label, you know, when someone's sniffing too much or jerry on their feet, but there's that thing, that sixth sense, I think, that, that we have that you don't know what to call it because we're not experts in everything. But you're right, that, that gut instinct. And what is your advice then for others, Michelle, who are hiring? Because I'm sure you'd be a great hiring manager, meaning let's say that, you know, I'm hiring somebody to be my accountant. I'm hiring somebody to be my designer. Has there been anything you've learned just in hiring, interviewing people to watch out for that you can share with other business owners who are looking to make hires for their companies? And maybe well, not. Maybe it has to be in the you know, general. I, you know, I, I feel like that that might be a loaded question because it's one thing to hire somebody to do a task. Right. And they might be very proficient in it. And so, therefore, personality and caring may not really be a factor in them being successful in the job. Great point. And I would say then for what I'm learning just from you, I would say is that one, trust your gut to a degree, I think. And point two, I think really showcases, even though your business is a bit different than maybe someone listening, but I think that attitude of really split the things that you can train for and the things that you must have in your business, meaning not Michelle's or Ramon's, but whoever's listening to us, your business, certain things can't be taught. Is that a fair assessment? You know, Michelle, maybe it's a lifeguard at a pool. I bet there's certain things in a lifeguard industry that they have to have just, they have to come, you know, be born with or whatever. You can't train them for, if that makes sense. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. And there, there, you can't train someone to be caring. Either right. you are or you're not. And, right. you know, just working in the helping profession. And so I've been around healthcare providers all of my life. And some of my peers that I've worked with, some of them are extremely caring. And some mm. of them, to me, you know, didn't care enough. Right. So, but you can't teach that. <laughs> Absolutely, of course. Yeah. So let's, let's talk, Karen. Excuse me, Michelle, about some of the brass tacks of business and what you've done. I know you're a score, a score is a mentor of you, I believe, as they are of me. Let's talk about some things that you've learned from them or on your own to help other people. As you were starting your business, what are some of the challenges maybe that you faced in starting it up, uh, and how did you overcome them? Share with us about your business, and let's see what we can learn for others as well. Okay, well, for me, one of the biggest things was overcoming fear. And fear of, one, success, fear of running out of money, and really believing in my dream and believing that I had the aptitude to pursue it. That was one of my biggest obstacles. But with SCORE, SCORE has just been very helpful in terms of just walking me through that process because I did not have a business sense. You know, I was a physical therapist, so my life consisted of me working one-on-one with a patient, going through an exercise program, teaching them, you know, whatever skills they needed to regain function. So 
there was no business sense with that. So having a mentor really opened my mind up to, okay, this is what you're going to be getting into <laughs> if you so choose to right, take right. out. And so just the steps of walking through everything to become a business owner. And, I mean, there, there's many, many steps. And with all of that, there's challenges. And, you know, and just having a mentor to help you be aware of some of the pitfalls in terms of choosing people to help you, choosing the right people, asking the right questions. Because sometimes when you don't know what you don't know, you don't know the right questions to ask. That is so true. That is so <laughs> And so is it fair to say, Michelle, that you're, are you, would it be a fair, I know for me, would it be a fair statement to encourage people that business can be taught, that those of us who have a passion, you're a physical therapist expert, that's what your training is, but you weren't born understanding numbers and marketing and et cetera, et cetera. So is it fair to say that with proper mentoring and coaching, talking to those who are listening to us, maybe who haven't yet started their businesses or who are struggling, that you can learn it and you can improve your business and grow it. Is that is that fair from what I'm hearing? And if not, no problem. Challenge it. Yes, it is fair. And you really have to be open to learning because there is so much you don't know about so many things. So it's just, you know, as a business owner, you know, I never had to do payroll. So now it's like I have to choose a payroll company, and there's like 100 million payroll companies out there. But what are the specific things that I really need to know about payroll in terms of hiring somebody to help me? You know, finding an accountant because, you know, there are accountants, and then there's people who say that they can do accounting duties. Right. You, you know, so yes, there's, yes. And, and there's a lot of counterfeits out there and you can really find yourself in a situation where you call yourself saving money by hiring this person, but this person can only take you to level three, but really you need to be at level five, but they don't have the capacity to get you there. So now you've invested in them and now you're going to have to start all over again and invest in the right person. So you can lose a lot of money by making bad choices. Absolutely. I think those are the mistakes of entrepreneurs. I mean, what we talk about a Smart Hustle magazine, it's all in the hustle. And sometimes, you know, you have to get smarter and smarter as you do it. So that's for sure. So, Michelle, your journey, I guess, as well, I think some of the bedrocks of, of starting a business and growing a business is the marketing to get customers. You've already talked about numbers, your finances. I'm sure there's some technology that has a play. Talk a little bit about the marketing side. And I know you're, you're, a, you're a franchisee, so I'm, I assume you have some help with that. But beyond that, in general, how do you acquire customers. What are you doing and what can we learn from you? Well, um, one of the things that I have done, the franchise, they give you some guidance into, you know, the people you should be reaching out to, how to reach out. So they give you really good guidance and guidelines on how to get out there and market referral sources. And that has been successful. And another thing that I've been doing, I've really tried to increase my network. And I am the president of the Tulsa chapter of the National Association of Professional Women. So I've connected myself with the women in the community because really the women in the community are the ones who are the, the people who make the decisions about mom and dad and receiving care and they assist in that process. So 
they would be excellent referral sources for their own parents. So that's why I found it very important to connect with the women, professional women in the community. I'm also a part of the Rotary Club, and I've also joined a referral group called um, BNI, which is Business Network International. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I I know them well. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I've done for my marketing. Excellent. And I think what, I think the franchise is good for those who are interested in franchising. I think franchises help you uh, with a systematized way to do things. They give you oversight. They have a business model already, and they help with marketing. And, Michelle, in your case, of course, you, you can't just rely on that. You have to go out and network. And I think it's interesting, know your target market. It's interesting how you said it's the women most of the time who are making the decisions or the, the, the factors about, you know, care and, and life decisions. Listen, that's, you have to know your market. Is it, is it the man of the house making it? Is it the lady of the house? Is the real customer a child? Are you talking to, to Michelle but realize the power broker is Jane? So does that make sense? You know, Michelle, that's what I'm hearing, you know, advice that you really have to know who really is, is the decision maker and or the influencer of the product or service you're selling. Yeah, and the women are. The, the women children are the ones who are making the calls to my agency saying, I need some help for my mom. I need some help for my dad. Or they are the ones assisting in the process where mom and dad still are cognitively able to make those choices, but the daughter is still the one helping them by making the calls. No, absolutely. You're, you're so right, Michelle. Um, and let's talk a little bit about SCORE. I know SCORE is, is such a powerful organization, Michelle, with 300, I think, or more offices around the country and thousands of counselors helping thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of small businesses every year. I know I've used them quite a bit just to help my businesses, and I speak for SCORE quite a bit, and I encourage everyone to check out their local SCORE office at SCORE.org. Uh, Michelle, you touched on it, but, but any other perspective of what SCORE has meant to you and the benefit that they've been to you and what you might advise others? Well, SCORE has really been helpful. I can't really give like very specific details other than they helped me. They taught me. They walked me through that whole process of understanding what business is. So they molded my thought process and I guess taught me how to become a business owner. Of course, a franchise, they give you the model, but SCORE really helped shift that mindset. My mentor, he was very instrumental in helping me get financing because I did not understand. I didn't have a clue about the whole financial, you know, a cash flow sheet and all these projections. And I'm just like, I was looking cross-eyed with that. And he was very diligent in walking me through the process of understanding that whole financial piece of running a business and helping me get financing. That was a real key thing for me as well. And then when I finally opened my doors, I was assigned another mentor. My first mentor was Joseph Gigliardi, and Chris Bourne was the second mentor assigned to me after I opened my doors to assist me with marketing. And he really did a good job in terms of connecting me to the community, connecting my business, Really, the contacts that he had, the influence he had, he pretty much made that introduction into different areas, which was great. And one of the things, he got me connected with the Tulsa World, and they wrote an awesome article on me. And that 
gave me a lot of publicity. And, Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it, it really was a hit. And I was actually invited to speak about what I do based on that article to different venues and different groups of people. So it opened some doors for me. Yeah, no, score is powerful. And I mean, I think, as you said, it's the tactical things they can help you with, how to do this, how to do that. And Michelle, you're not alone. I have a deep weakness of finances. And having someone such a score to sit by your side and teach you and guide you and help you through their classes and workshops and in one-on-one mentoring, which is free, is so helpful. And I think, as you said, that you at the beginning of our talk, or maybe we said it offline, is that you don't know what you don't know what you don't know to ask. And I think having a mentor is, is very helpful to you. Any advice that you have, Michelle, as you're on your journey? Again, you're a startup small business owner in the healthcare space, helping those who are at home uh, to live comfortable lives at home and to help them with a variety of things, especially if they're elderly or disabled or otherwise. What's your advice, any other advice you have to small business owners who are starting out that maybe I didn't ask you or anything that you've learned that you wanted to share? Well, my thing is, you know, if, if you really have the heart and the desire to pursue your dream, I would say stick to it and don't quit because it's not an easy journey and it's not for the faint at heart. But if you stick to it, where there's a will, there's a way. And with hard work, persistence and diligence, you can achieve what you set your mind to. Yeah, that is so powerful. Michelle, really so happy to have you. And one more time, what's the name of your company? What's the website where we can reach you, please? It is Home Helpers Home Care of South Tulsa, and it's www.homehelpershomecare.com forward slash South Tulsa. Michelle, thank you so much for being with us. And again, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ramon Ray, editor of Smart Hustle Magazine, and this has been another exciting episode of the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you.